and welcome to another great message from Mr. Christian Outreach Church. We pray you'll be inspired and equipped by this teaching. For more information on Noosa Christian Outreach Church, please check out our website at noosacoc.org.au. Enjoy. Good morning, everyone. How are you? See, you're a good-looking bunch today. Well, um, this morning we're going to look at the theme of anthems. Uh, Pastor Josh had cracked that open uh, over the last couple of weeks, and we're going to uh, get a little bit, go take a little bit of a different uh, angle with it this morning. And I'm calling this one anthems. What's your soundtrack? What's your soundtrack? Everyone's got music usually that they listen to or they just allow to be in the background. Um, maybe you don't think you're a music person, but there's, music is still affecting your life in, in massive ways. Um, so let's pray this morning as we get into, get into it. Father, we thank you so much, Lord. Thank you that uh, you are an almighty God, full of creativity. Lord, this whole creative world, you dreamed into existence. God, it's your idea. And uh, God, we uh, thank you that today as we focus on you, Lord, we can learn more about your creation about us, about how we're designed, about how you are designed, Lord God, and that we can walk in strength and power and see your will fulfilled in each one of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Anthems. There's anthems in life that they mean something if you're part of that group of people. If you're not part of that group of people, usually anthems aren't actually good songs. They're actually usually really, really cheesy or really bad. Uh, you know what I mean? Like if you're part of uh, uh, last night, Richmond, if anyone follows the AFL, they won a preliminary final. They're now in the grand final of the AFL, uh, if you've ever heard of that sport. Um, and you know what? They're, they've been around for over 100 years. I'm not a Richmond supporter, so you know, it's okay. I'm not being personal here. I'm being analytical. Over 100 years as a football team. The last time they won was, I think it was 36 years ago. Right? Working class footy team. And yet, they sing the anthem. Not often, because they don't win, often. But, now, but you know what I mean? What has happened, and this is what I'm saying, is it's not a fantastic song. But there's heart, there's passion in it, there's pain. Uh, you know what I mean? And when you do get a chance to sing your anthem, whatever that sounds like, it is glorious. It's glorious. And so I want to ask you today, what's your soundtrack? I've got a few soundtracks here that might pique your interest. See if it resonates with any of, any of you. Some people may never have heard these songs. Other ones will be doing these ones. Yes. And this locates... You. Three seconds, and you are. There's emotion, everything's involved. <laughs> Rach knows all the words. Oh. 
Have you heard any of these songs, Riley? (laughs) Everyone, the squinty eyes come out. Uh. (laughs) No? Anyone like to give their life to the Lord? <laughs> How about these? We should all know this one. All right. See how quickly, literally within a second, you are transported. And, 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 and someone's sitting right next to you may not be. They're like, what? But to you, there's meaning, there's memories, there's friendships, there's, there's adventures, there's all kinds of things that are happening that are drenched within a song, within an anthem that speaks to something. And within that tribe, anthems are like the whale call. You know how whales communicate to each other? It means nothing to us. You know what I mean? But they're like, oh, 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 and if you are a whale, you hear it. You're like going somewhere thinking about plankton or something and then Hank, you hear a, oh, ah, and you're like, oh, there's another one. And it's the same. God's designed us this way. Like this, I'll bring it back, it's okay. God's designed us this way. He's designed us, he gave us our senses. You know what I mean? We, we receive and we enjoy this creation through the sense realm. I know that they need to be redeemed. I know they need to be submitted to God's will. Uh, I know we, have, we, you know we need to exercise our authority over our senses and our body. I, I, I get that. But it's still God's creation. It was God's idea. Mangoes were God's idea. Uh, so they look good, they taste amazing. You know what I mean? Uh, God has, has created this and music's the same thing. And I want us to just understand and actually just amplify the, the anthems in our life. Because if they're not singing to us, something else is. An anthem, this is the funny thing about an anthem. It states who they are, who that tribe is. And then it also acknowledges the opponent. And then also, then it, it declares their victory. That's kind of the style of it, you know. And uh, if it's if it's the, uh, I don't know, the Richmond one, I think it said something like this. Oh, we're from Tiger Land. A fighting fury, we're from Tiger Land. In any weather, you'll see us with a grin, risking head and skin. If we're behind, we'll never tire and fight, fight and win. Oh, we're from Tiger Land. We never weaken till the final siren's gong. Like the tigers of old, we're strong and, bold, and we're bold. We're from Tigerland. 
All right. But I want to show you, I want to actually put technicolor detail into your scriptures today. Because this is exactly how life is in scripture. We think that's life and then we, oh, we, we better make scripture black and white. But scripture is just as powerful. There are anthems in there. This is King David. If you read the, the Psalms, same deal. He's acknowledging which team he's on. He, uh, he then also sometimes acknowledges the opponent. You know what I mean? It's like, man, soul, why are you downcast? Yet shall I praise him. And then they end declaring the victory of God. I want to speak to you an entire psalm. It comes out of Psalm 118, which I think is a phenomenal anthem. You can just follow along with me. I don't think I've got it for the screen. Psalm 118. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Let Israel now say his mercy endures forever. Let the house of Aaron now say his mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say his mercy endures forever. I called, I called on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. Who, uh, what can man do to me? The Lord is for me among those who help me. Therefore, I shall see my desire on those who hate me. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. All the nations surround me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surround me, yes, they surround me, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. They surrounded me like bees. They were quenched like a fire of thorns. For in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. You pushed me violently that I may fall. But the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. The, the voice of rejoicing and salvation is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. The Lord has chastened me severely, but he has not given me over to death over are open to me the gates of righteousness and i will go through them i will praise the lord this is the gate of the lord through which the righteous shall enter i will praise you for you have answered me and you have become my salvation the stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone this was the lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes this is the day the lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it Save now, I pray, O Lord. O Lord, I pray, send now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you from the house of the Lord. God is the Lord and he has given us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will praise you. You are my God and I will exalt you. O give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. I love that. Because that's life. There's greatness. God is amazing. There's trial. There's difficulty. Uh, we're not pretending that doesn't happen. It's actually real. But then we're also, the banner in any anthem is that it, we're declaring victory over that. Just because Richmond hadn't won, hadn't got to a final in, uh, you know, over 30 years, did they tag out? Say, oh, forget it. We may as well quit. Did they go, we should change the anthem to... We never win. 
wooden spoon all the way. No, they didn't, <laughs> they didn't change their hope to their reality. <laughs> they didn't change their declaration to what they were walking through. That, that this is the, 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 the mechanism of an anthem in our life is to, to lift our sights, it's to encourage us again, and then definitely add so much fuel when we do win something. And as, as Josh was sharing last week, that the anthems aren't... You don't sing it just by yourself. And it's not usually about you. It's a team thing. And when something is won, when you win a victory, people cheer. And the, then the victory is shared amongst the team. And that's what we need to understand. That is the God life. That is the spiritual life. I mean, we see, we think that the footy guys are carnal, but I tell you what, as straight after they win and there's 100,000 people there plus, you know, a, a TV around the country and they're interviewed and the captain, they're like, mate, you played fantastically. You kicked four goals, the best you've ever done, better than your granddad, better than this. Does he go, yeah, actually, I was pretty good, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. No, no, no. Immediately, I mean, we're talking about carnal blockheads, and he's like, yeah, the boys did fantastic. I was just amazing. They just set me up. It was great. You know, lads have been working hard all, all year, and it's just great to see it. You know, sorry, that was my best. Um... Sorry. But you know what I'm saying? They're, they're, not, I'm not saying they're not spiritual, but we're not saying that their, their disposition is a spiritual thing, but they understand. They understand the dynamics of team. We all put our life on the line but the, the, the team share the win. And when we win, we sing. And we don't sing about ourselves, we sing about the team. <laughs> we give the glory to God. And we need to get better at it. What happens when a team wins a game? They cheer, they sing their anthem. You may not sing your anthems as often if you're not winning. Fair enough doesn't mean you delete them. Your life, you might be going through hardship. doesn't mean you, uh, you delete God or you delete your team members. You, you delete church or, you, or and your, your faith community and the, the Christians in your life. doesn't mean that. You may not get to sing it as often during those times. But I tell you what, victory is sweet. What happens when a team loses a game? They might not get to sing their anthem. Do they say that then the anthem isn't true? That it's not real? But we were singing, we will fight, fight, fight until we win. We didn't win. <laughs> Stupid anthem. They don't do that. Do they quit the game and say the coach lied to me? <laughs> do we whinge like a three-year-old and say the other team cheated? What we, I wish that we would treat God, I mean, we worship him. And I know I'm preaching to the, to the choir today. But I wish we would treat him just, like in, in some respects, just as good as an actual normal person. We, sometimes we treat him worse than the footy coach. We have an issue with life. He's not real. Someone died. Oh, I walked away from God. Because someone, someone I knew and they, that, something bad happened to them, so he mustn't be real or he must be such a mongrel. I mean, just really immature conclusions. We'd never treat anyone else in any realm of life 
outside of God like that? Would we? Would we decide, forget it, we'll get other anthems? No. Just because we lose a battle? And I wish, let's give God the same respect. We cop a whack in life. Something bad happens. You're still good, God. You're still good. Someone on the team trips or or falters or fails. You're still good. I'm still part of the team. Sometimes you do need to stir yourself up with with the anthem. That's okay. It's all right to do it. Ephesians, I've got these couple. Ephesians 5 verse 19 there's a couple of scriptures here. It says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Sounds cheesy, hey? It's powerful. Same way. Just like the other anthems. You know what I mean? The anthems aren't necessarily fun. I've never been to a party and they're like, it's a remix of the, of the country's anthems. That's the boogie all night. You know, and we just flip from, you know, the Marseillaise to Star Spangled Banner to Australia Fair. No, I've never been to a party like that. They're not the greatest songs. As in, you know what I'm saying? They've got a function. And so I'm not saying don't write new songs. I'm not saying that we, we, we uh, don't in, enjoy, you know, musicality and things like that, of that nature, for the pure joy of it. But what I am saying is when we're, we're talking about the anthems of our life, about the cornerstones of our life. Let's not remove those ancient corners, the, the, the stones and the boundary lines just because we've had a, had a bad day or something bad happened to someone else or it's taken a lot of time. What does the other one say? Colossians 3.16. Let the word of Christ dwell, you, dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing grace with grace in your hearts to the Lord says you can teach people through song. You can teach yourself through song. It's a great thing. And we need to understand that and use it as a weapon in our life rather than just being battered around with that same weapon by everyone else's intentions. Actually use it. What is your soundtrack? What's your soundtrack? When people think of you, is there a song they think of? Is there a beat? When you turn up into a room... If, if I said, give me, give me a song that, that epitomizes someone's name, you know, a person, what would it be? Would it be a spiritual song? Would it be a psalm? Would it be a joyous uh, exaltation? Would it be a dirge? <laughs> oh, just a depressive, like, emo, you know, thing. what would it be? Because I'm telling you it's important to you. Because sometimes you do have to get alone in the car, you need to crank that stereo on, and you need to know, you need to go and get those weapons out and put them and, and do the exact same thing that they did just before. Igniting you again, remind you of purpose, remind you of meaning, and actually energise this. I mean, music's pure emotion. It's just, it's there. And so, yeah, let's slap ourselves around and get back into declaring God's victory rather than murmuring for three hours a day on what's going wrong. You know what I mean? And then we wonder why we're not energised and we're not full of power in life. Anthems are here for you. They're all over scripture. We've just not seen it in that light. We haven't thought that this is the playlist of our life, but these scriptures, I mean, this is what the, the guys and gals of, of, the, of the church did. This is how they wrote scripture. 
they, did, they didn't have a, a, an iPhone to play us the actual songs they were doing at the time, but they, they only had their little, you know, papyrus papers or whatever it was that they did. But, but we can do that. We can, we can reignite our faith. Because some of us have been feeling really flat. And you go, oh, maybe God's not real. Or maybe, I don't know, I just, I'm not that spiritual person again. <laughs> yeah, you are. You just got to play the tunes again. You just got to get back in the Word. You gotta, there's power in that scripture. You just need to say it again. And not to everyone else, to yourself in the mirror. <laughs> Soul, have hope. Why are you downcast? Yet will I praise him. He is my salvation and my joy. There's power in it. There's power in the name of Jesus. I'm not going to sing it. It won't go well. <laughs> is this okay? Is this all right, guys? Yeah? Seth Godin, in the, in the book Tribes, he's just a great thinker, this guy. And he said this, a tribe is a group of people connected to one another, connected to a leader, and connected to an idea. For years, human beings have been part of one tribe or another. A group needs only two things to be a tribe, a shared interest and a way to communicate. A shared interest and a way to communicate. And anthems help us to communicate tribal truths. Anthems help us communicate tribal truths. You know why some people leave church or, or, or get disappointed with God? Because there's no fun in their spiritual life. You know what I mean? As in, they, they go, I'm just told I can't do anything. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to do that. Definitely can't do that. And, and then we wonder why they don't want it. You know what I mean? They're like, well, because at some point we're human and, and, and God has designed us where we can actually lead our we can lead our emotions, we can lead what captivates our heart, our desires actually follow our attention, not the other way around. We think our attention follows our desires, i.e. I like golf, so I, um, I'm going to spend more time on golf. But you can actually cultivate a desire by doing something, by starting, by your will, saying, you know what, I'm going to love something like golf. And then you, you put action to it, start something, and then the next thing you're like, oh, it wasn't as bad as I thought. Oh, I'm interested. Or the next thing you're in the news agency, or you notice a golf magazine, or next time someone says something and it piques your interest, and then you know you, you want to go on that trip, or whatever it be. So your your desires, you can actually cultivate desires. You can cultivate godly desires by actually by giving him time, by giving him attention, but also energizing that with with all the technicolor beauty that you can. Why don't you energize your spiritual life? Give it song. Give it dance. Give it Technicolor, you know, 3D capabilities. We've left God being 2D. And then wonder why, we, why, why people think he's boring or something. He's not boring. Since Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above his fellows, when he turned up into the room, the party started. You know what I mean? The Israelites, think of that same thing with the, with the, the anthems, how they, they acknowledge, like they say who they are, acknowledge an opponent, but then they declare victory. Um, I'm going to go into Psalm 137, ver, uh, verse 1 to 6, and it says this. Same kind of, I just want you to actually notice now that this isn't just words on a page. It's actually a song. It's actually things that you can declare. 
and can hold you in, t- in tough times and also in victorious times. Psalm 137 says this, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down. Yeah, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hung our harps upon the willows in the midst of it. For there, those who carried us away captive asked, us, asked of us a song. And those who plundered us requested mirth, saying, Sing us one of the songs of Zion. Their response, How shall we sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. If I do not remember you, let my tongue cling to the roof of my mouth. If I do not exalt Jerusalem above my chief joy. That could be a team anthem. We've literally got just pillaged. And but that we were basically we were known for how good our music was. Because when we got captive, they said, Oi, you guys are shredders, play. We want you to play your songs. They're cool songs. And they went, How on earth can we play? They knew we had joy. They, they said, We want your joy. They said, How can we, play? How can we sing God songs? To the, you know what I mean? Like, as in, what, for you guys, just for you to enjoy yourself? No, no, no. These are anthems of our heart. This isn't just some commercial song to us that we're trying to uh, get, you know, a thousand downloads to. No, no, no. This is who we are. You know what I mean? This is, this is our life. You know why it's so good? It's because our lifeblood's in these anthems. I think there's something powerful about that. They said, we're not going to sing this. How are we going to sing the Lord's song in a foreign land? As in, I'm not going to forget God. If I forget you, O Jerusalem, let my right hand forget its skill. Basically, like, no way. If I start just going and just and gigging without God, <laughs> let me forget how to literally play. Like, talk about clinging to the Lord. Not just because it's easy, not just because my team's going to be winning, but literally, if I start making wins without your Lord, let me forget how to play. Oh. Anthems. What does a good anthem make you want to do? Makes you want to join the team. Makes you like, man, I'm in. They're for something. And they're not just wishy-washy. They're for something, and I'm in. I love that. The other thing about anthems is it, it includes people at very different levels. So, you know, however many people are on the, on the team and on the uh, arena, yeah, let's, I'll, I've not been a bit blokey, so let's, let's do a netball analogy or something else. Sorry. I'm really excited about this and I'm, I'm really trying to be respectful, but it just, I'm really passionate, to be honest, because this is, it's amazingly powerful. <laughs> so there's the people on the on the court, and then there's the coaches, and then there's the reserves, and then there's the, the mums and dads, and the, you know, all that. And, but if the team wins, who, who sings? Them, plus the guys, and the people in the, in the uh, stadium, plus the people watching at home, plus, plus the armchair critics, plus, the, plus the, the nominal kind of supporters. <laughs> if a team wins, yeah, I was backing them all the time, you know. Why, well, everyone wins. And the song is shared. And it's okay. Like that's not the time where the player gets off and goes, Oi, you weren't on the you weren't on the on the pitch. Keep your mouth shut. You know what I mean? It's an inclusive thing. We chant, people people kinda can get involved in that, but it's beating through our heart. And I reckon we can be better at it. 
Greg, uh, Greg Cott said this, it was a quote by him, it says, what turns a song into an anthem? Every decade or so, a tune lands like a brick through a window and delivers a message that in a few short minutes sums up a generation's state of mind. Popular music is essentially the story of culture talking to itself. How's that? A song, it can sum up an entire state of mind. We saw that just before. I think we need to be better at it. You're thinking, okay, how, how do I walk away with this? What do I do? Yeah, music's great. Good on you, Christian. Excellent. Dust off the worship songs instead of the death metal. Getcha. But I'm saying a lot more than that. <laughs> I'm saying the onus is on each one of us to lead our own soul in the anthems of God. And if we can't find them, if we're like, oh, you know, X, Y, Z, worship or Christian band, doesn't really get, okay, make them. And I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be cool. Like I said, anthems can be cheesy. But the thing is, it works. There's full of power. It's like anything. I don't care what brand of the, the, the medic medicine it is. If it fixes me, who cares? Who cares if it's not an Instagram moment? Who cares if I don't like the brand bottle? Who cares about any of that stuff? There's a purpose to it. And I'm telling you guys, you've got to electrify your Christianity. Because you're bored with it. And that's what's killing you. Not God. He's not boring. But if you get bored with God, you miss out. You stop turning up to the game. And this is the thing, like scriptures, we like read them. and they're, they're an, You can anthemize those things. And you need to. Because when you're down or when things are tough and there's things just plaguing your mind and you literally, it's no, you, you don't know what to study. You don't know what you're doing. You're just swirling in the haze of life. And that's when your spirit man can rise up with the anthems that you've built inside of it already. And, and when your mind checks out, your spirit can still sing the songs. You can sing the words to a song you haven't heard in 30 years. It's not a mind thing. And I'm telling you, we need to do it on purpose. So I'm going to finish this morning giving you an example of how to do it. If I can get the, the team up, that would be great. Thank you. <laughs> What's your song? What's your soundtrack? I'll show you two ways. Why do sometimes the people that get up here and the musicians and the preachers and things like that, why do they get passionate and emotional? Because they're des we desperately want it to become part of your heart. We're not, we're not wanting to be boring so that you, you switch off and fall asleep. We're wanting you to actually, it actually to God's word to penetrate your heart. That's why sometimes people up here can be a bit more animated. That's why. And this is the same. Let's put up 2 Corinthians 4, 6 and 7. We'll finish with this. And I want to show you two ways to read God's word. For it's God, he's the God who commanded light, shine out of darkness, shine in our hearts, give the light of the Lord, not glory of God. Yeah, I know this one. Uh, in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, yeah, that the excellence of the power may be of God, not of us. For I consider the sufferings of this present time not worthy to be compared. Oh, I know I should re remind it. I should have me memorized this verse, but I just don't know it. Uh, to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation, I don't even know what it means, of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the children of God. 
one way. Sorry, guys. Sorry, just give me a minute, Morgs. This is another way to do it. And this is what we all need to do. If you need to energise your own spiritual life. Thank you. For it is God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. For we, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power... Can you crank that music, please? The excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons, the children of God. Come on, let's stand to your feet this morning. Keep that going. I just want to pray and then we'll well, uh, we can finish this. Says, Father God, I thank you for every soul that's in this place. Lord God, you have given them amazing insight. You've given them eternal spirit inside of them, God. Lord, you love them. You've spoken your truth to them. God, you've empowered them with all the faculties that they have, Lord. And God, we thank you for your truth. It pierces through all darkness. Lord, we thank you for your creativity, Lord. Lord, we thank you for our faculties. Lord, I thank you that every person here is a dynamite powerhouse for God right now, not when they get everything together, but because of the glorious power of God through them in Christ Jesus, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that today, God, by your word, Lord, that we are empowered to walk in victory, to walk in love, to walk in overcoming power, Lord, the presence of God is in each side of each person here today. Lord, I thank you all across this shire. Father God, the Noosa Shire, they will just be walking uh, explosions of God's life, God's love, God's forgiveness, God's healing, God's wisdom. And Lord, we are just so grateful for that fact today. In Jesus' name. <laughs> amen, 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 amen. And Lord, we just repent. Lord, we just repent if we've blamed you for anything that we should have done ourselves, anything that we should have let ourselves stronger in, Lord. We just repent, Lord. We, it's not your fault. You haven't held back. And Lord, we just today take our place as your children. And Lord, we deal with the stuff we need to deal with. Lord, and we thank you and we declare we're inspired. We love you today. We're part of the team today. We're lacing up the boots again. We're getting off the bench. And Lord, Father, with the greatest adventures are ahead and in your victory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks, church.